Many would say that the gospel is defined in this one statement, Jesus died so you can live. But is this statement true, or is it only a piece of the truth? I would argue today that the true gospel is much more focused than that, and if we are to live in the gospel, we must rephrase that statement. This is the day after Easter, and we are talking about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, or we can just say we are talking about the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is more to the story. I am your host, James Jones. Welcome back to another episode of More to the Story. We are thankful that you are joining us for this episode. We hope that everything is doing well where you are. We pray for revival across the world. So wherever you are listening in whatever country you are from, I pray that God is giving you revival. I thank you for listening, and I thank you for all of the reviews and the likes and the shares. Um, Thank you so much. If you have not left us a review, Please do that on Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. That would be greatly appreciated. But um, this is the day after Easter, recording this on a Monday morning, and yesterday was Easter Sunday. Had tremendous church, a great move of God in both services, and and um, I love church. I love everything about church. I really, really enjoy the life that God has given me. And I hope that you do as well. If you're living for God, know that it's the best life. Living for God is the best life. Being part of the church, going to church on Sunday and midweek and going to prayer services and conferences, there is nothing like living in the liberty and the freedom of God. We just got back from Missouri Youth Convention 2022 in the city of St. Louis um, and had a tremendous tremendous week. The services were were filled with the power of the Holy Ghost, and lives were changed. I was ministered to. I was blessed, and I'm thankful. I'm thankful for God and what He's doing for me. If you're listening to this and you do not live for God, maybe you're on the fringes or you're thinking about it, um, I encourage you to taste and see that the Lord is good. I promise you, if you'll just find a church, an apostolic church, and go visit on a Sunday or a midweek service. It is not a waste of your time, but it is well worth your time. God can give you the best life. God has our best intentions at heart. He really does. He doesn't want to hurt any of us. He doesn't want He doesn't want us to live a um, lesser life than those around us. He has a perfect plan for us. He has a perfect plan for us. Galatians, or rather Romans, the book of Romans, chapter 5, verse 8 says this. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Galatians 2 and 20 says, I have been crucified with Christ It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. 
In the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I want to start by saying that I am so thankful for the gospel um, of Jesus Christ. There is nothing else in this world as great as the gospel of Jesus. The life, the death, the burial, the resurrection of Christ, it is the greatest series of events the world has ever seen. Paul said this in Romans 1 and 16, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. The gospel of Jesus Christ is the power of God unto salvation. And there is no other religion in this world that has the power that the gospel has. You see, the power the gospel has uh, the power to save and to set free, and the gospel has the power to deliver and make new, and the gospel has resurrecting power and healing power and saving power. No other religion in the world has the power that the gospel of Jesus Christ has. Um, what is the gospel? The gospel is the good news. That's that's what the word means. Gospel means a good message or good news. And here is the good news. We messed ourselves up so bad. <laughs> we made bad choices and decisions, and and there were consequences to our sins that we were supposed to receive because uh, there were moments when we had hate in our hearts. There have been lies that we have told that have hurt other people. There have been sins that we committed against others and sins that we have committed against ourselves and, and sins that we have committed in, against God. And because of all of the sin and the lies and the hate and the hurt, we deserved to be punished. Um, the, the law said that the consequences of sin is death. And so, because of my sin, I deserve to die. I sat down at the table, and I ate the food, and I rightly deserved to pay the tab that came with the food. It was by our choice. Therefore, we deserved to pay the price for our choice. But God loved us so much that he wanted to take our punishment so that we can go unpunished. He died so that we may live. He took my place and your place in death, and then he took our sins and he buried them. But uh, that's not the end of his story. Um, he didn't leave us all alone. But after three days of there seeming to be no hope, Christ is dead. Jesus was in the tomb. Three days of hopelessness, three days of the Savior being gone. The Bible says on the third day, he got back up again. And because he got back up, we can get back up. And he defeated sin and death. And since, uh, since Jesus has the power over sin and death, we can live free from sin and death. God loved us so much that he came for us. He came for you. He gave his only begotten son for you, uh, that whosoever should believe on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That is the gospel, that Jesus loves you, 
and he made a way for you to be free from sin. And there is no other news that is greater than that news. (laughs) There is no other gospel greater than the gospel of Jesus Christ. And there's no power like the power of God or the gospel in and let me put let me point it out the power of the resurrection paul says in philippians 3 and 10 that i may know him and the power of his resurrection and may share his sufferings becoming like him in his death but we need to understand that the power of the resurrection and the power of the gospel are one and the same two sides of the same coin Uh, synonymous, the power of the resurrection, the power of the gospel, because the gospel hinges on the resurrection. Uh, 1 Corinthians 15 and 14 says, And if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain, and your faith is in vain. If Jesus Christ is not raised back to life, our preaching is in vain, and our faith is in vain. If Jesus is still dead then there is no resurrecting power that can give new life. So the gospel hinges on the resurrection because the resurrection shows us that Jesus defeated death and is alive forevermore. Death no longer has a hold on him. He was gone for three days, but then the Spirit gave him new life. So now you and me, being dead in sin, can also be given new life. We can now be resurrected out of depressions and out of addictions and out of stress and worry and fear and anxiety. God, the the Spirit can resurrect us out of our trouble. So the gospel gives new life. Um, It's the power of the resurrection. But unless we understand this one principle, we are missing the biggest point of the gospel and of the resurrection. Hear me. Unless we understand this one principle, we are missing the biggest point of the gospel and of the resurrection, and it's this, him for you, you for him. Him for you, you for him. So the euphemism or the cliche statement is this, Jesus died so I can live. Jesus died so that I may live. And we rejoice over that. And while that is true, it is not the whole truth. Here is the whole truth. Jesus died for a purpose so that you may live for a purpose. Jesus died for you so that you may live for him. So the emphasis is not on the living. The emphasis is on for whom are you living Because Jesus gave himself for you so that you may give yourself for him. Hear me. Jesus did not die so that you may live for yourself or live for the world or live for addiction or sin. He died for you so that you may live for him. And so if we are not living for him, then we are not living in the power of the resurrection and we are not living in the power of the gospel. This is what Paul says in uh, 2 Corinthians 5 and 14. For the love of Christ controls us because we have concluded this, that one has died for all, therefore all have died. 
and he died for all that those who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who for their sake died and was raised. So the question is not, did Jesus die? The question is not, did Jesus rise from the dead? We know that he did, and we know that he did it for us. We know that God gave himself for you. The question is, are you fulfilling the second part of the phrase and giving you for him? Him for you, you for him. This gospel is a saving gospel. It will take you to heaven. This gospel will save you from sin, save you from addiction. It will save your family, save your marriage, save your finances. This gospel is a saving gospel, but it cannot save you unless it's being lived out in its fullness, in its fullness, him for you, you for him. They came to Jesus in the New Testament and they asked him, Master, what is the greatest commandment? And Jesus said, the greatest commandment is this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy soul, and all thy might. Jesus says this is the greatest commandment, that you love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your might. That was the greatest commandment. And if we are not giving ourselves to God, then we are living outside of the gospel and we are living an incomplete gospel an incomplete gospel the gospel is him for me and me for him he died for me so that i may live for him he gave himself so i may give myself that is the gospel so while it is true that Jesus died so you can live, that's not the whole truth. He died for a purpose so that you may live for a purpose. He didn't die so you can live for anything that you wanted to live for. Jesus died for you so that you may live for him. Live for him. And that is Easter. That's the resurrection. That's the gospel of Jesus Christ. Him for you and you for him. And so while Easter is normally a time of celebration, we come to church and we celebrate the risen Savior. We celebrate the King of Kings, Jesus Christ, uh, victorious over death, hell, and the grave. Uh, we celebrate that, and that's great. We need to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. But more than just a time of celebration, Easter needs to be a time of dedication where we look back on his sacrifice and what he gave and what he did for us. He gave all of himself. And so we come to church on an Easter Sunday or uh, contemplate within ourselves on during this season. Lord, because you gave yourself, I give myself. I dedicate my life to this gospel of the resurrection, this gospel of of my God coming and giving himself for me. I celebrate it, and then I dedicate my life to it. Amen. Thank you for joining me today. Um, share this with a friend. Share it on Facebook, Instagram, whatever social uh, media account you may hold. And I pray that God blesses you. Thank you.